Hey everybody, this is J-Mac, and you're listening to the J-Mac Tries Podcast. If you're looking for motivation, positivity, awesomeness, and badassery, you're in the right place. If you're looking for anything less, go somewhere else. I'm really excited today for today's show because I am starting something uh, a little new here on the J-Mac Tries Podcast. The idea here is to bring on more consistent guests, more of the same guests, consistently. And today's first guest that will be on future episodes is someone that I'm really excited for you all to meet. Um, You might know him on Instagram and Facebook as Age Aggressively. He is someone that I've known for 20 plus years. He's been one of my best friends since college. And the cool thing is after school, um, I started getting into triathlons and he started getting into obstacle course races. So I'm really excited to be bringing on Mr. Todd Spencer who will be showcasing the obstacle course racing scene, uh, specifically for the 2018 season. So he's been doing OCR for about seven years now. He's had a lot of success with it, starting from Spartan Sprints all the way up to the Beast in Killington, which is 17 crazy miles of climbing and rope climbing and going across mountains and all sorts of other crazy stuff. But he's... um, He's doing it in a really positive way. He's putting himself out there, but he's having a freaking blast. And one of the things we talk about is how he balances the time with, you know, normal everyday life like all of us have. He's a, he's a father to two teenage boys. He has a career. He has a ton of responsibilities, but he's making it happen. But the best part about it is he doesn't take himself that seriously. So every time I post something on Instagram and I think it's kind of goofy, I just click on over to age aggressively. And it's even worse. So this dude is, uh, he's showcasing a new line of superhero theme for this year's race season. He's going as a Flash. And when you think of race costume, don't think of head-to-toe Flash. Think of Speedo underoos and a mask. Yep, that's what Todd Spence will be wearing this year when he's doing OCR. And the J-Mac Tries podcast is really excited to have him on here because there's no video or pictures of it. So... This episode, we kind of get into his background, how he got into OCR, um, why he took last year off, but more importantly, what the future looks like, especially this season, and what he's doing here in the off-season. I won't spoil any surprises, but uh, again, you're going to love him. He's a great, great friend of mine, full of positive energy. He exemplifies all four things we're trying to do here, motivation, positivity, awesomeness, and badassery. And I really want you to follow him over on Instagram at Age Aggressively. So without further ado, Mr. Todd Spencer. Oh, well, there we go. <laughs> I told you it was easy. Yeah. Any idiot with a microphone could do this. That's most of us, actually. That's the two of us, at least. So, <laughs> Todd, welcome to my show. Thanks for having me, Jake. Yeah, my pleasure. Uh, really excited to have you. And I'm really excited for the big announcement that uh, you have agreed to sign on as the first employee of the J-Mac Tries podcast <laughs> as, the, as the chief OCR officer. So welcome. Well, the, again, thank you. That's a glorious title that I probably don't even deserve. Well, it comes with just as much uh, uh, praise and accolades through salary and benefits. Excellent. So, uh, yes, enjoy them all. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously, I'm psyched. Um, you know, as we we're kind of talking offline, 
this podcast has come through a couple iterations and I think I finally figured it out where I want to bring on some, some different guests that have different interests, but similar crazy personalities as me in the world of endurance sports. And a lot of times I get asked, you know, with people that either run a 5k or have never done anything and want to get into multi-sport or endurance racing is, Hey, tell me about these, or these obstacle course races and uh, I just keep thinking back to you. So um, I'll do the, you know, the intro is going to be in the front end, but obviously you and I have known each other for 20 plus years, but why Ooh, don't you just, that makes us yeah, old. it is. We're very old. Yeah. 43. Yeah, I'm 43. You're also 40. You'll be 44 in a couple months. Yeah. Let's slow your roll on the age. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's a good thing. It's kind of like, this is who we are. This is, 40 is the new 20 or the new something or we're not dead yet so yes um which kind of leads me to a couple of this is like going on so many paths but your insta handles age aggressively absolutely and that i thought when you when you kind of threw that out there a couple of years ago was pretty cool and i'm sure it was in the cusp of you turning late 30s into your 40s and was just kind of sick of all these people just saying hey i'm 40 i can't do this can't do that uh, but you took the opposite approach. <laughs> there is no can't. The people who say I can't, they've never tried. Exactly. Of course you can. You can until you're dead. <laughs> exactly. Then, yeah, you can't anymore. Right. So that's the only excuse we have on this show. And, uh, again, um, yeah, so 20 plus years we've known each other. And I don't know, we never really were into endurance sports until after college. And we I don't know why you even, why did you get into what you do now? Or how did you get into it? I don't even know how you got into it. Uh, so let's see. I, I, and it's been years and years and years. What, seven, eight years that I've been out there now? Yep. I was talking to some guy at the gym who happened to mention Spartan races. This mm-hmm. is just when Spartan first started coming out. Nobody knew what Spartan was you know, years ago. Not mm-hmm. as it is now where it's this huge entity in yep. and of itself and they said they did a race and it was a lot of fun and it was like being a kid again being able to play in the mud and climb on That's obstacles right. so i said what the hell that sounds like a good time i'm not doing anything else i'm just doing your basic gym crap yep so i did i signed up i went to it it was it was probably a, a traditional 5k as far as distance but it was in the trails it was hills it was carrying objects it was climbing over things it was muddy it was disgusting and it was for me <laughs> it was the change yep. it was running doesn't have to be this painful horrible pounding on pavement <laughs> so can i swear of so course you can swear fucking boring because it's a road and oh there's this mo- a more road and there's just more road and up ahead there's just more road and if that works for you, awesome. Go do it. Go kill the road races. But for people who wanted that different, who wanted something new and exciting and a chance to really act like a kid again, OCR was the entry point for that. And I think also for you, and this is, gonna, this is why I'm excited to have you on, because you and I are very different in so many ways. And you kill me all the time for my A personality training mentality. And you're... Although you're killing it out of love, Jay. <laughs> I know. you're a type A, you have a very strict training <laughs> exactly. regimen, and I admire and I'm almost envious of you for it. And I appreciate that. I know you do it out of love. But the cool thing is, is with OCR, 
yes, you have to train. And then training is just as grueling as it is for my sport. But once you get to the race, you have no idea what's going to be out there. Not a clue. And you don't even know the distance, right? I mean, nope. it could be a quote-unquote 5K, but it could be four-plus miles. Well, so if we take – let's look at the Spartan races. Yeah. Obviously, there's a whole bunch of other OCRs that are, are, are constantly coming out. Some fail. Some don't fail. So you have the short and the medium and the long distance. So mm -hmm. if we look at the Spartan sprints, it's a three-plus. Yep. Or if you look at the Spartan supers, and it's a – I will say eight plus, and then you look mm -hmm. at Beast, and it's a thirteen plus. That plus is a really <laughs> wide margin, <laughs> right? You know, so it used to be closer to that the Spartan Sprint. Yeah, it was a three miles. Now it's more like five or six. The Spartan is it Supers, really? okay. oh yeah, yeah. You know, the Spartan Supers could be eight. It could be maybe a half marathon. And <laughs> right. the Beasts, the longest Beast I've done, where it's thirteen plus, was seventeen and a half miles. Oh my so god! We don't know. We, we know that there are basic obstacles that we'll always face. So you kind of get mentally prepared for mm -hmm. a lot of hanging obstacles or you know you're going to be carrying sandbags of a certain weight and you're probably going to be carrying them for distance. And there's always some of the more atrocious obstacles that are the staples for Spartan because <laughs> they're horrible. And the fire, a lot of fire. Actually, <laughs> the fire is the smallest part. Is it really? The Spartan fire literally is at the end. It's a burning log. That's all. It's, you, you hop over it. It's nothing. <laughs> it's not like how Tough Mudder used to have these canyons of fire that you would literally lose your way in, which was probably dangerous because we as humans are very <laughs> flammable. Right. So. Especially when you're out there in your superhero costume. I'm the least flammable out there. <laughs> Everybody else is wearing lots and lots of clothing and... Yes, I'll admit that when I first started running in a Speedo, it was mostly to embarrass the rest of my team. I will be the first person to tell you, Jay, it is the most comfortable racing gear I have ever owned. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, very light. Um, not a lot to it, especially if you're going to go through mud and water and you need your clothes to dry pretty quickly. There's not much there to get wet or dry. No, there's literally nothing. Everybody has pounds of clothing to wash, and I have a Speedo. So for those of you listening that are eventually going to find Todd out there on Instagram, and it's just, is it age aggressively on Instagram? Yep, age aggressively on Instagram. Um, <laughs> going back, I don't know how many years, Todd has chosen to be a superhero every single year. Correct. Was, it, was Batman the first one? Uh, actually, I was captain the first year, but it wasn't full Speedo wear. Right, and you actually had a Speedo over your uh, bike shorts or over spandex. Yep. That's correct. And that was, uh, looking back, ridiculous. I looked insane. You looked really, yeah, it looked really weird as opposed to... <laughs> as you... opposed to me just running in my underoos and <laughs> exactly. a speedo and a mask. Excuse me. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm a new superhero every single year. Uh, again, I did it originally to embarrass everybody around me until I realized how comfortable I was. And then I realized that while I'm running these races this way, not only do people get into it, mm -hmm. You know, they kind of just see that, all right, you're racing seriously, but you're not taking yourself seriously. But everybody, all the fans, all the spectators, they love it. Mm -hmm. My times probably might be better on some of the longer races if I'm not being pulled off course for photo ops. <laughs> Which I love. That's awesome. And yeah, I, I mean, will... let's... Yeah, go ahead. No, I was saying, let's, let's be straight. I mean, you are a... I, I know we don't take ourselves that seriously, but you're yeah. a pretty legitimate racer you're not a back of the packer so um you are some you know you are up there with the best of them 
not the pros well you know obviously but um so when you're up there towards the front actually doing well pulling out your your superhero costume mm-hmm. um you have see so fans pulling you over spec um racers I, both i have spectators that always pull me over for photo ops i have racers that may have gone in previous heats that have finished they always pull me aside uh, I have people asking me to take pictures with their kids. <laughs> to me, is bizarre. <laughs> hey, strange man in the underwear, can you come over with my children and take a picture? <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, but yeah, and then there's people who, with last year, I'm at the Beast, not racing, so I'm just hiking, supporting fellow racers, and people coming up to me going, that's what you look like? Come on, they remembered you from... Well, they remember me kind of, sort of, and they yeah. go, you're the guy that runs in his underwear and a mask. Oh, you look really different. Like, yeah, I'm clothed. This is me being normal. <laughs> exactly. So it's, just, it's expected now. So, yeah, so now you can't let your fans down. Nope. And I saw, I saw the big unveiling two weeks ago. Do you want to let everybody know what you're going to be? So this year I have decided after much, much searching that I flash this year. So I already have my mask. I already have my flash underwear. The bad side of all that is now I'm going to have to deal with all of the jokes of if you're the Flash, why are you not winning? Yeah, so see, that's, that's so when I ran Disney last year and I kind of costumed up, but not really, I went Captain America mm-hmm. yep. and I didn't want to do the Flash for that reason. So I <laughs> give you a lot of credit because oh, I'm just going to tell everybody that this is my hundredth lap. That's right. That's right. I'm going so fast you can't see me. Exactly. Exactly. I'm, so, I have other jokes too, but you know we'll we'll keep them for yeah. A let's time. Get, this is kind of a children's show, but not really. So. <laughs> I don't know. At some point, the FCC is going to cut us off. Um, so so you wear obviously the bottoms, but you also have the mask. I saw. Yes, I do have a mask. Um, I do. I like to wear a mask in my costumes, uh, mainly because it does hide my identity from all those fans. Right. Because every superhero, you need your secret identity. So you race 13, 14, 17 miles in a mask. Yes, I do. In okay. a mask and a Speedo. It yes. comes with its own problems. Um, <laughs> but it's honestly the most comfortable way, like I said at the beginning. I have no clothing that snags on barbed wire. Yep. I have no clothing that gets weighed down with mud and water. It's as light as you can be. And I can tell you this from running OCR stuff, because you're involved with dirt and mud and everything else, if you're wearing cotton, if you're wearing heavy shoes that suck in all of that moisture, the heavier you are, the mm-hmm. worse you're going to be. Yep. I'm literally just due to, uh, um, well, probably state law, I'm literally the lightest I can possibly be without breaking the law. Okay. But you still, so you wear sneakers and compression socks? I do wear compression socks. Uh, One, because I find that they work. Two, because of the obstacles we do, like Mm. rope climbing. Mm -hmm. If you don't have protection on your shins, you will actually cut your legs open on the rope. Okay. So and they only go so far, and then you got the speedo on. So the the thigh area is kind of protected from the ropes because you don't put it there, or you just pray um, to God that it doesn't hit it. I just pray to God that it doesn't hit it. I'm not saying that it won't. And I will tell any new racer that wants to get into OCR, you will be bumped and bruised, scratched and bloodied by the end of your race, and that's expected, and it's okay. Got it. If you don't like getting 
beaten up, do other races. Okay. Go, yeah, go in triathlon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a different kind of punishment entirely. Well, again, this is why I love that you're on my show because, you know, training-wise, we'll call it, you know, same distance, same training, similar hours. But at the end of the day, I know exactly, and this has always been my conversation with you, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to swim, you know, whatever it is, 1.2 miles, bike 56, and run 13.1. And I know that the elevation ahead of time. horrible. <laughs> exactly. And I know exactly where my time is, should be and where I should be at certain points and my heart rate and my watts. And, and it's just like, it's like racing in a vacuum where OCRs, you have no idea what's going to happen. Like, no idea. You don't know the distance, the terrain, the obstacles, the, you know, if you're going off in a later wave, it gets muddier, it gets mm-hmm. colder, or whatever, right? So, right, but we do know all of that. We know <laughs> that it will be muddier. Yep. We know that there'll be a distance that we're running a minimum of, insert your number. This will be a minimum of five miles. I know that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It might be seven, it might be eight, but I know it'll be at least this number. I know that I'll have to carry heavy shit. I know that I'll have to climb stuff. I know that I'm going to have to swing on something. I know there's a chance I could fall. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to have to throw a spear somewhere in the course. <laughs> like, so we know that this is going to happen. We yep. don't know the order. We don't know the distance. We don't know necessarily the terrain, although now that Spartan has been out there for so many years and they have locations that they always use repetitively, we know what the terrain will be like. I know what Killington is going to look like. I don't know exactly which hills I'm going to be climbing. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to climb all of them. <laughs> right. So this is something we will definitely get into in future episodes, the training aspect of it, right? Sure. I mean, even though you don't know what's going to be out there, you kind of know what you have to do and what you should focus on. Um, what... So after you finished your first one, or maybe even your second one, what did, what did you look back at and say, I should have done differently training-wise? Should you have run more? Should you have, <laughs> besides everything? Okay, so the first one, I realized that maybe I should run. God, okay. So you have, to, you have to be able to run at least a prescribed distance. Absolutely. On your own, in the streets, streets. preferably in trails, because trail running is god-awful harder than street running. Uh, it's a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it keeps you a lot more engaged versus road running. But, you know, depending on where you live, as long as you're putting miles in, if you're going to run a three-mile race, you better be able to run at least three miles on your own, yeah. uh, preferably more because you yeah. want to have a little bit into the tank. But, yeah, when I first started, I didn't run at all, so that made me a runner. <laughs> and then when I couldn't carry certain load, that made me a heavier lifter. Okay. And when I couldn't climb the monkey bars the way I should, that said, okay, I need more upper body strength. So it's just a progression. Like any, of, any athletes that are out there, you're like, oh, I'm weak in this activity. How do I become not weak anymore? Okay. Which is the so, same as what you do. Yeah, no, and, it, and you're completely right, except I know going, again, <laughs> I know going into a race, I have to be able to do an open water swim of, you know, whatever the distance, 1.2 miles. I don't have to carry a freaking great white shark behind me. I just know it's going to be pretty cut and dry <laughs> what my swim is. Or if the, the, I've got to run a half marathon, um, I don't have to stop every four miles and do something crazy. So plus, 
so the beast so you're you did are you doing the beast this year i am doing the beast this year what's on the calendar for this year yeah what's on the calendar for this year okay so i only have two races so far only because scheduling is always a bitch (laughs) exactly because as like you like so many other races out there we have jobs and we have children and we have schedules and trying to fit all of that in so right now i'm already signed up for savage uh, Massachusetts Savage Race in July and the Killington Beast in September. Uh, I'm actually looking at a Tough Mudder now in June, and then I'll sprinkle in local trail races along the way. And the, what's so Beast you mentioned at the beginning is 13 plus, so anywhere from 13 to 17, except in Vermont. What is Savage? Uh, Savage, I don't know if this is the second or third year. I haven't done it yet. I've mm-hmm. had some friends do Savage over the last at least two years. Uh, it's another company. They do a lot of inventive new uh, obstacles. And from last, the last people I've spoke with, it's about six miles. I think at least one of the courses. There's a lot of upper body hanging obstacles, a mm-hmm. lot of monkey bars and, and a lot of rings and a lot of climbing. So this will be a new challenge. So if there's less running and more stuff. Ah, so it's not Spartan. It's not Spartan series. It is not Spartan. Nope. So when these new, so when these companies come out, Tough Mudder and then is Savage the company? I believe Savage is the company. Okay. I won't put you on the spot. So, so they're trying to come out with a little different, right? Same idea. You know, they, they want the OCR people to come and race. But they're like, hey, instead of running focused, maybe if you're stronger or you're more of a gym focused person, you know, that's where we're going to throw at you more obstacles. Well, I'd say, yeah, well, yes and no. Because you okay. look at these. So running races, it's built for who? It's built for runners. Right. Yeah, if, you're, 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 if you're a cyclist and you're doing a, a bicycle race, it's built for you. Yep. Obstacle course racing, what, what I find is the, the great, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? What balances everything out is if you're a runner but don't have any strength, mm-hmm. so you'll do great on the running portions and you'll fail on the obstacles, which means you have to do the penalty burpees, which will then detract from your time. Yep. Or you could be a super strong gym guy and you can crush the obstacles, but you're shit on the run. Right. So you have all these little guys just passing you along the trails. So there's, a, there's an equalizer, I yep. find, in OCR because you have to be a little bit of everything now. Okay. I mean, hell, even on Killington, you have to swim. Oh, my God, really? <laughs> yeah, and don't worry. The water isn't that deep. It's just really fucking cold. They still throw, don't they throw ice in it at one point? That was Mudder. <laughs> Mudder had a year where the water was 34 degrees. It's not cold enough at 55. we got to make it literally 34 freezing. Oh, degrees. my God. Yeah. Here I am complaining when I did Maine last year in a wetsuit, and it was 60 degrees. Um, yeah, you get, you're a little tough for the time. So... Tougher or dumber? Yeah, yeah, I don't know I don't really know. exactly. <laughs> um, well, so that so I'm psyched because we were talking again offline. So you kind of took a little break last year um, for a lot of reasons, but this year you're kind of refocused, getting back into it. Yes, yep. you got at least two on the calendar, potentially two plus more. So that means you're doing a lot more training the off season, right? <laughs> well. That's the theory, isn't it, Jack? I set you up for that one. Yeah, except that. So, yeah, so Todd, like me, has a job and a family and a life and responsibility. And as I always say, you know, we don't make money off this. It actually costs us money to do this. 
And he also lives in lovely New England, where it's been just absolutely god-awful frigid. Um, so your running has kind of slacked a little bit, but you're still in the gym. Running has slacked a little bit, and I'd love to say it was the weather, Jay. It's sheer, <laughs> unadulterated laziness, and I'll be the first one to tell you that. That's fair. Um, but, yeah, so once weather picks up, we're running at work at least four times a week, anywhere mm-hmm. between three and six miles. Um, and that's not necessarily part of the training regiment. It is we need to get out of the office because we're going to lose our mind. <laughs> yep. And then on the weekends, I'll have to start throwing in those long runs, the 10s, the 12s, the 14s, the 16s. I'll probably get back to running 16-mile stints just to prepare myself for the longer races because I don't know how long it's going to be. So I have to make sure that my body can move for a certain amount of time. And that's a whole nother conversation, right? So, you know, even if, so let's say Killington, let's say the beast is you know, at a minimum 13 miles. So that's a yep. half marathon. And, you know, you're standing on half marathon, half marathon time is X. But when you told me your times or some of the times out there, it's like two, three, four times what it would take to do a standalone half marathon. Yes. Half marathon that you're talking about is on roads, and they're typically flat. Correct, with no obstacles. With no <laughs> obstacles. There's no, nothing in your way. You get to just run, and you get to run until you're done. Right. So Killington, and I don't even know what the, what the grade of the hills are, but you're looking at 12%, 16%, you have oh 18% grade on these hills where, unless you're a pro, the pros run them, and they're impressive. Men and sure. women, I don't know how they do it. They're you're literal beast on the hill. Yep. But for the rest of us, you're hiking it. So your mile an hour, I mean, it's, it's a walking grade. You're right. talking 15, 20 miles an hour of walking. I mean, uh, you, 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 yeah, your time yeah. per miles is 20 minutes a mile. Yeah, yeah. Because nobody's running this stuff. So, so that goes to the point of what you just said, circle back two minutes ago, where you got to train your body to be moving for two, three, four hours at a time. Yep. So, you, you know, you got to be out there training a lot long, you know, so maybe distance wise, you know, not necessarily farther, but just being on your feet for that amount of time. Moving. And if you really want to get into it <laughs> for a 16 mile uh, training run, let's yeah. say, if you feel like doing 30 push ups every half mile. Yep. If you feel like doing 10 burpees every half mile, you're insane, but it's necessary. And you'll even carry a, a sack with you or a, a vest, I guess would be a better word. Yeah, I have a 20-pound runner's weight vest. I won't carry that on those longer runs. Sure. But for up to a five-mile run, yeah, I'll wear a 20-pounder. God. And then there's a whole conversation about nutrition because unlike marathons, half marathons, triathlons, which there's aid stations out there, there are few, if any, out on, the, on these OCR. Um, well, the, the, the more organized races, they mm-hmm. will have water stops. So they'll have water. Some will have bananas. Uh, okay. Sometimes you have, you know, what, cliff shots or goose or whatever the case is. But every single one will tell you, longer races, carry a water pack, carry your snacks, because you are responsible for you on the hill. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, with the triathlon, you know, again, I'll go back to my half, mar- my half Ironman from last year. You, they tell you, like, there is literally an aid station at every single mile of the run. <laughs> literally every mile. So you know yeah. it's going to be there. And there's four on the bike course. And they tell you what mile. Mile 22, mile 13, mile, you know. So, but It's, it's nice how like, they, they cater to you elite <laughs> athletes like that. 
Exactly. The Mamby Pamby athletes. <laughs> yes, there are foot massages every age at every age station. Oh, that's too. wonderful. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, but right, so you're out there and they're like, yeah, there's going to be some stations, but once, if you're on a 12% grade, they're not going to put a banana stand and a, and a you know, bunch of Girl Scouts giving you water out there. Nope. They'll right. say that they are probably three or four. They're at miles X, Y, and Z, yep. and, and and you'll know when you get there because yeah. there is you know groups of people refilling water packs <laughs> and their backpacks and everything else. But it's still it's up to you. You need to carry your food. So you're carrying a water. You're carrying a camel. We'll call it camel pack. Um, with you on these yes. on these races. I have a camel pack. I have it full of whatever liquid that I think is going to help me. It's usually not just straight water. Yep. I'll have my salt pills. I'll have some, you know, cliff shots or, or gels. But then you also need bars because you don't want to burn through quick sugars because then you're constantly hungry. And then eventually I can't digest all of that. Mm -hmm. So I, I have food. So I'm probably carrying at least five pounds worth of stuff with me as I go. It's so funny. Like here we are as triathletes, we do everything possible to limit the amount of weight on our bikes and make us as aero as possible and on the run. And here you guys are. You got to carry all your shit. That's why you wear the speedo. You got to be aero somewhere. So exactly. So I had to reduce weight somewhere. I can't <laughs> right. reduce it on my body because I'm bigger now than I've ever been. Right. So I have to reduce my clothing. <laughs> well, you got about as, as as far down as you can. Don't 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 dare me, Jay. There's <laughs> I always more that I can reduce. Well, I'm trying to think. So, so Captain America had the mask. The Flash has the mask. Uh, I was Batman. Batman had a mask. I masking. was Green Lantern. Um, I was mask. Superman. Superman doesn't have a mask, but I did wear his cape. Cape, yeah. See, cape is bad news because that just you can get that thing caught in like some barbed wire. And I got it caught on all the barbed wire. Yeah. It was a pain in the ass. <laughs> So I guess Aquaman would be your next best. Tarzan. Uh, uh, Tarzan's not a superhero, Jay. I know. Well. No, I do have Aquaman's underwear, so okay, it's on good. the list. Now, will you be Flash all year pending any accident with any? Yes. Uh, okay. Yep. Be, no, no, I can always replace underwear, and I can always get a new mask. So I will be Flash for the 2018 race season. Uh, by the end of 18, I will then start to go into a panic because I cannot find a new mask to go with any of my underwear. Right. Yes. The, that is... the, those are the stressors that I'm under. Hey, man, if that's the, the least stress, you know, that's the most stress in life, then life is good. It is good. I have to say, so my daughter, your niece, uh, who is totally into Supergirl and The Flash right now, awesome. watching that on Netflix, I'm not going to be able to watch The Flash anymore. <laughs> Is it because I am way more impressive than the actor that plays the Flash? That's what I'm going like, with, yeah. <laughs> He's kind of skinny and scrawny. Like, you mean like a runner? Yeah, exactly like me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he, he almost, it's funny because he doesn't really fill up the costume. No, he um, doesn't. I, I don't even know if that's purposeful. Like, if he's supposed to, that's the character. But... Um... So my point is, when they had the Flash in mind, they didn't really have your body type. <laughs> no, but I will say that somebody who does distance running as a thing, he does have a distance runner's body. <laughs> All right. So as promised, we are coming upon 30 minutes. And I, as I promised everybody, that's what we're going to 
get the cutoff app because after 30 minutes, nobody wants to listen to any of us talk. I'm surprised anybody wants to listen to me talk at all. Hey, you and me both, but that's <laughs> what I'm going to tell you. The people are asking for it. When's the, when's the, what, they asked me endurance questions. I'm like, I have no idea, but I know a guy. So <laughs> you were, again, the new chief OCR officer of the JMAC Tries podcast. Fantastic. Um, so listen, I am psyched that you came on to this one. I'm more psyched that you agreed to come back. And um, as I said to you offline is, you know, you put yourself out there, uh, Instagram, Facebook, as age aggressively. And I know you kind of, you know, you took that year off and, you know, you kind of got to regroup, recheck. So I hope this kind of re-sparks the fire and uh, gets you back out there. Because I love just following you. And, I mean, I think I'm an idiot, but then I follow you and I'm like, oh, thank God, there's somebody worse than I am. Oh, yeah. No, no. There's always me, Jay. You can always count on me (laughs) to overshadow any of your own idiocy. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, But no, in all seriousness, man, I I really appreciate you coming on here. Um, Anything else you have to say before we shut this thing down? No, Jay, I appreciate you pulling me on here and um, I'm looking forward to the future conversations. Uh, I'm definitely, I'm not an expert in any of this stuff, right. but I am the average guy that is doing it. And, and I can that's, tell you this yeah. right now, you, that's all you need. You just need to be the guy that wants to do it. That's it. That's all we want. You know, that's the whole point of this show is, you know, our level, you got a family, you got responsibilities, you got a job. Again, this is a lost leader as far as the, the, the household is concerned for money wise. So that's why I want you on here. Um, you know, maybe in the future we'll get a couple pros on, but right now it's just, this is the every man, like you said, the every woman, anybody could do it. Zero excuse. Uh, have fun. <laughs> don't take yourself too seriously. Clearly don't take yourself seriously. <laughs> Again, I, I don't. Exactly. If you could do this in a, in a, in a underoos costume, then it's just anybody can get out there and do it. So. Absolutely. Cool. Well, again, it is Todd Spencer. It is Age Aggressively, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, Todd, again, thank you. And I look forward to having you on future episodes. Jay, I appreciate it. Have an awesome day. You too. Bye. Bye.